Good morning, good morning. I hope you are having a great morning. And uh, I wanted to give a follow-up to what we talked about yesterday on uh, yesterday's episode here on Faithful Business. Uh, by the way, Steve Schramm here, Faithful Business Podcast. Thanks for listening. Boy, these last couple episodes have gotten a, a few more downloads than usual. Um, I think I really struck a chord with the deal about fitting your content into your schedule and also this entrepreneurial eating. So, um, if you're interested in either of those topics, go back to the last two days where the podcast episodes, I think you're really going to enjoy them. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to give you a follow up to, uh, again, what we talked about yesterday, which was entrepreneurial eating. And basically I described how I, uh, had went on to, to lose since 2016. I lost about 60, 65 pounds and I fluctuate uh, here and there, but I talked about how, uh, I'm, I make a distinction uh, between eating for focus, for fuel and for fun. Okay. And, uh, just by merely having that paradigm and that framework kind of in, in your mind, um, you know, I mean, as long as you're not just a total mindless robot when it comes to going throughout your day, it's kind of like you start to think about it, okay? Like before you put anything in your mouth at all, no matter what it is, you start to think about, well, wait a minute, is this going to, you know, what do I need to do today? And, and does this thing promote it? Am I eating for fun all the time, right? And so that's the kind of stuff we talked about yesterday. Yes, if you want to perform, if you want to be an entrepreneur who sees success in what they do, is able to perform well and is able to, you know, go out and get stuff done, right? I mean, you're not going to be able to eat for fun all the time and get away with it unless your idea of eating for fun just is the same thing as eating for focus and for fuel. So I think that's what we should all be striving for is is to get it where uh, it's, 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 uh, it's fun for us to eat for focus and for fuel and if we're going to extend the f's a little bit we could say that we all know it's folly uh to eat what many of us eat for fun okay uh but you know it's like but i I do you know i do realize that a lot of people uh are are going to uh, need and or want and you know should be perfectly okay with having something that they really really enjoy even if it doesn't um check those focus or fuel boxes um to, you know, for times of celebration, special occasions, and things like that, let's just be sure we're being balanced, okay? But there's a second aspect to this um, that many have found useful, many including myself, that when I added this to my personal kind of regimen, right, of, of actually doing this stuff, um, made a huge difference, and that is intermittent fasting, okay? Now, intermittent fasting can take on a couple of forms. The most common ones are, um, I would say, well, again, there's a bunch of different ones, but I would say there are probably three that are uh, pretty common in terms of intermittent fasting. Okay, one of those is 16-8. 16-8. This is, honestly, this is probably the... uh, the most common. On a 16-8 schedule, basically, you have 16 hours off of eating and eight hours on. Now, please understand that that does not mean that you are eating for eight hours straight. Some people misinterpret that. That does not mean you're eating and snacking and eating and snacking like multiple times through that, right? I mean, what you're trying to do is basically say, okay, I'm going to have two meals a day right? Two meals a day. You're going to 
eat a lunch and you're going to eat a dinner and that eating window is not going to go again if you're doing 16 8 that eating window is not going to go beyond eight hours so if you eat lunch at noon you're not going to eat past eight o'clock okay that's the easiest way to think about it right as long as you're having um if you're having lunch around noon if you're having dinner um you know sometime before eight cool you're good to go and then you're off again Okay, you're off until noon the next day. You do it all over again. So the uh, most common way of thinking about uh, 16A intermittent fasting is if you don't eat breakfast. If you're someone who doesn't eat breakfast and you wait till at least lunchtime to eat and you eat dinner at a somewhat normal hour, then you are doing intermittent fasting of some kind. Now, um, and that works well for some people just doing it uh, just doing it that way okay it is a lie listen I, I want you to uh, understand this if you think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day I cannot stress this enough if you think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day then you have fallen for a marketing tactic you have not fallen for good traditional medical wisdom Okay, most people did not eat breakfast till around the turn of the 20th century, I believe it was, when the Kellogg brothers basically started putting out some epic marketing stuff to try to get people to eat in their cereal. Okay, you are the product of marketing if you think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It is not. Nothing will slow you down quicker than eating a breakfast, especially a big, hearty breakfast to get your day going. Nothing will slow you down, weigh you down bog you down quicker or make you feel worse than breakfast first thing in the morning once you get used to not eating breakfast first thing in the morning especially if you're combining it with what i said um yesterday which would be a high fat low carb moderate protein diet okay where your body is not constantly cycling on and off of these sugar highs and you're staying consistent and your body is using ketones for fuel and it has a consistent uh source of of fuel and it helps I burn the fat that's there, et cetera, et cetera, all these things. If that's what you're doing, one of the very worst things you can do is eat a big old breakfast. There's no reason for it. Your body is just fine. It is just fine until around lunchtime. Now, it's going to, you know, you're not, if you're, if you're eating uh, for fun all the time now and you want to transition to this, the transition period, you need to go into it understanding. Um, that the transition period is is tough, right? You need to read some books on this stuff. Don't just hear me. I'm not giving you medical advice, okay? You need to read some books. You need to get, uh, if you want to get a doctor's opinion, you should probably do that. Um, although I, I don't know about that because most doctors um, are not, very uh, they're not nutritionists anyway i don't want to get off on that tangent that's a that's a different rant for a different day that doesn't really have anything to do with business but um so fasting so 16 8 intermittent fasting is pretty common start skipping breakfast wait till around 12 to eat eat before eight at night and that will help i promise you that will help with energy now what a lot of people find in terms of having more energy is that one meal a day or omad fasting or basically a uh uh, uh, 24 hour uh, fast is the uh, or not a 24 hour, but but, uh, but but you know waiting 24 hours uh, again to, to you know to eat basically doing one meal a day okay is, um, is is very common and so what you're gonna do with that and that's gonna probably give you even more energy people that I have personally talked to after they get used to a one meal a day kind of situation um, which is very possible by the way now that sounds crazy if you've been you know this traditional you know three times a day hearty breakfast 
eating one meal a day, one dinner meal a day, high fat, low carb, moderate protein, that might sound crazy to you. You would be shocked how much more energy you'll have. Now, and for me, I cycle it. Like some days I eat lunch, other days I don't, um, and I'll only have dinner. Now, one of the things that will help with that is if you don't snack, right? You don't want to necessarily snack throughout the day if you're going to take a pure, you know, OMAD kind of approach where you're only eating uh, dinner um, every day. If you're going to go that kind of route, um, then, you know, you don't really don't want to snack or anything. You really don't want to take in calories at all until that point in time. So you want to be drinking things that don't have any calories in them. Find something to help get throughout your day, like water or, you know, your crystal light packets you can put in water. Whatever helps you get through the day, okay, without having to put calories in your body. That would be the way to, to do a, a pure kind of OMAD uh, kind of diet. And um, if you, I mean, really, it, it this one is very hard to adjust to. But once you adjust to it, let me tell you, the... Uh, the benefits are incredible. You really would be shocked at how much more mental clarity you have. You'd be shocked at how less tired you'll be. Um, you're totally going to get rid of all this, you know, mid-afternoon slump kind of stuff, especially if you're eating the right kind of foods, um, you know, when, when you do eat. It's just really amazing at the difference it makes. So so 16-8 uh, fasting, okay, which would be, you could call that too mad, right, two meals a day, or... Uh, basically eating one time a day, OMAD, fasting. That's very common. And I cycle back and forth between the two. The other common one, and now this one actually has quite a bit of um, support by a really large research firm. Uh, unfortunately, the name is skipping me, but it's led by Dr. Jason Fung um, in, uh, I believe it's in Canada. And um, a lot of the research around intermittent fasting that they have done revolves around a 24-hour fast. So basically, uh, one day on eating, one day off eating. 24 hours on eating, 24 hours off eating, okay? That kind of approach. That kind of approach has seen very, very good results for these folks, um, and, uh, and many swear by it. Now, I have never done it personally. I, I, don't, I don't personally take uh, this approach, so I don't really have that much to say about it, and I don't have anything anecdotal to say about it either. But it is a very common approach. So the three most common approaches and uh, are, uh, are uh, strict 24-hour fast, so one day on eating, one day off. And again, this has a lot of really good research behind it, uh, proving how well it works. Um, and then OMAD and TUMAD. OMAD is one meal a day, TUMAD is two meals a day, um, no more than eight hours on eating and you want 16 hours off eating. Um, that is kind of the second part to the entrepreneurial eating kind of lifestyle, the way that I eat, the reason that I eat the way I do for focus and for fuel. Um, and uh, th this is just kind of that next level of it. It's a little bit harder for some people to get onto, but you'd be surprised at how well it will help your results. I mean, if what you're trying to do is lose weight, it will help with that, absolutely. But it will definitely help with the mental clarity and focus. You just don't need, I can't stress this enough, you, the standard American diet, it's the sad diet, okay, for a reason, okay? It's, it's, just, it's just not... Uh, smart frankly it's just not a good diet it, it's it's um anyway it's 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 not built for performance it's more a product of marketing and bad science 
than anything else. So I would highly encourage you to, to check up resources on that. Don't just take my word for it, please. Um, I'm not a dietitian or anything like that. I'm just a guy who has seen a radical life change uh, since coming to realize some of these things that I'm sharing with you. And I think that um, if you come to realize them for yourself as well, you came to the same epiphany that I will, you might get to experience some of the same results that I did also. So, uh, hey, I hope this helps you uh, today. Again, I truly believe this is the way that God, uh, cr- you know, essentially created us to, to eat, created us to be. Uh, I, you know, I don't think we were created um, to eat Cocoa Puffs in the morning, okay? I just don't, I, I don't, you know, Cocoa Puffs were not part of the original diet, okay? Uh, I know Adam and Eve were in paradise, but they did not have Reese Puffs or Cocoa Puffs or Cheerios or Fruit Loops or Frosted Flakes. As much as I would like to believe that they did, they did not have those things, okay? So, I understand that that if, if you um, are eating these things and believing that these are part of a balanced breakfast in the morning and this is the best way to start your day and all this stuff, um, you have you are the product of marketing, of good marketing. Okay, good marketing has sold you something. I'm all about good marketing. That's what I do. Okay, I love to help people uh, do good marketing. Okay, and if a cereal company comes to me one day, I'm probably going to say, no, look, like I realize there's good opportunities for marketing here, but but you're lying to people. Um, I don't believe you, and uh, nobody else should believe you either. So anyway, that's my controversial opinion for the day, but uh, I think it's right. So anyway, take that for what it's worth. God bless you. I hope you find it helpful. If you find this podcast helpful, please share it with somebody else. And hey, God bless you. We'll talk to you real soon.